listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 118. Hey, Jerry, we don't have a name for the show. <laughs> That's all right. It's all good. It's nameless. The unnamed. The unnamed. That's what it shall be called. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, November 2nd, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And Jerry? Yeah? Who the heck are you? My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts educator from Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And as you can tell, we are running a little late today. And My it's fault. Just, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good because it's just, it's, you know, I'm finding out life just happens. <laughs> you know, it's just, So do art shows. Art shows. Oh, so you were at an art show today. We were setting up one of the largest regional art shows around. It's uh, 14 schools, um, huge exhibit. Uh, yep, Harper Community College. They offer us a, an art show every year. Where's so. that at? Uh, it's in Palatine. Palatine, yeah. Sometimes, I had a friend that went there. Sometimes referred to as the University of Palatine. But yeah, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It is, it is. It's actually, um, when I grew up around here, Palatine was the like two-year community college. Um, they have since expanded not only their building so much, but their programs so incredibly that they're moving into offering, they're, they're completely accredited, and a lot of kids go from Harper, knock out their gen eds at an incredibly low community rate, and then go on, but uh, they actually offer some four-year degrees there now, too. It's a wow. very, very nice school. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. So a lot Great of, option. you had a lot of your students? Yes, yeah, about 50 students that we represented in the show from our school alone. So we just set up this morning. Okay. Then when we also the judge. Uh, it runs for about a month, and then the opening Whoa. is sometime in November. Yeah. Oh, that takes a while. Yeah, well, it's big <laughs> news. Big news. Okay, well, it's, uh, yeah, we, we've had a busy week. We've been trying <laughs> to schedule Wednesday nights, and I, I think most times it works. It's just, yeah, we've yeah. had a lot of things in, in conflict, and... Uh, um, it just it just makes it difficult. That's all. But uh, Saturday morning is is good, other than the fact that you know we have tons of responsibilities, like <laughs> yeah. mowing the lawn, doing the bills, cleaning. I'm not mowing shopping. the lawn. Oh, you're not. You don't have a lawn to mow, Jerry. No, I don't. No, no. I pu I put on uh, Twitter, or was it Facebook? One of them. We had a tree that lost all its leaves in like a day. I saw that. And I, <laughs> I was just like, yay, lost the leaves. Now we just need it to dry out because we've got a lot of rain. And it, they just need to blow. Just blow <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> and I'm telling this to a neighbor, and, and she's like, not into my yard. It's, no, just down the street a little further. That's just, okay. Just down the street. Just, just down the street. Just down the street. Well, I, as you, uh, as hopefully our listeners know, we have added a wonderful sponsor 
right? A spo sponsor. I'm going to mess this up because it's one of those things. It's like, is it a sponsor? Is it an advertiser? It's somebody that's so, – they're a foe, Jerry. Oh, God. They're a friend of EdGamer, a friend of EdReach. So – this is this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com/edreach. Am I going to lose you now, forever, Jerry? Ah, since you went there, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna because find you, out. You do know that when you switch uh -oh. back. Uh oh. Oh no. Hmm. Well, we'll just get off of that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Things make you go, hmm. Hmm. Hopefully hey, you're back. Oh, hey. look at me. Yeah. Me. So, this is new update. I will. Uh, Thanks, Googly. Yeah, we'll check out that link. And yeah, that by the could end have of the just show, been me. It could have been. I, it wouldn't be a surprise at all. <laughs> but uh, just to let you know, I got my free book uh, last week. Yep. And, yeah, Jerry, it, it's fine for me, buddy. Did you just copy the link from the document? No. Okay, copy the link from the document. Oh, it it's because it's Audible Podcast. Well, here's a great tip to our readers. Do not oh. go to audible.com slash edreach. It's got to be audiblepodcast.com. Wow. Wow. Glad we're not testing you. Well, we kind of are like testing a, me every day. Map test, you know. The kids take. That's Do you have a beard test? Did you pass? I, I am. It's growing quite nicely. It actually looks pretty good. Thank you very much. You're a handsome devil. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's, it's okay. So hold it. Before I move on to that wonderful topic, okay? Yeah, I did download and a free audiobook, and we'll I'll tell you which one I downloaded, and it is quite good. It's very good. Okay. So we're all at the edge of our seats. I know you are. I know you are. So I. You know, I've been doing this this beard thing, which I've never done before. And somebody said, "Hey, it's no sh uh, was it no shave November?" Yes. And also like, known as Movember. Movember. Yep. Yeah. So I, I've not heard of this. I don't know if this is brand new or if it's been going on for a while or what. But I even saw that. Uh, this needs to be you. This guy on the bottom right here. <laughs> yeah, I need some gel or something there, whatever they use. Um, yeah, so I guess the uh, morning show, the NBC morning show, they went around, all the crew and the people, the guys were, you know, throwing their razors. I'm sure it's not their razors. It's just they were just showing them throw in razors. And uh, so they're not going to shave all of November. So the whole staff of the NBC morning show is going to be doing that. That'll be interesting because Al Roker is bald. <laughs> so let's see if he can shape. You know the, what? Whole, the whole purpose of that is to raise awareness for cancer, uh, cancer research and, and funding. And because those who have cancer lose hair, promoting, you know, I guess our hair. I think people should step it up. Why, why stop it? Movember or no, right. no shave November. Yeah. Let's go December. Oh, like it. January. <laughs> I could do this all day. Uh, Next one. No, I don't want to go any further. February. <laughs> we I, I'm trying January. to think of one from March. It's uh, I don't know. But the whole purpose is that the money that you spend on your shaving should go towards, you know, cancer oh. research. So really, you're supposed to donate as well as grow your hair. Otherwise, this is pointless. It's just you growing your hair. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, that would be, and I think all of us, and I'm sure, um, you know, statistics are with me. I'm guessing, Jerry, you've had, your family's been touched by cancer. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, all of us have. So it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a nice cause. And it kind of, you know, I did a preemptive. Did you? Yeah. A preemptive beard? A preemptive, yeah, a preemptive strike. I didn't know that there was Not no a... shave November. Or I, I started early. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, boy, on day two in November, you really, uh, woo! Yeah. Can't wait to see you at day 15. Except, there we go. Yeah, so I got some good news. Okay. This this week, uh, prob- most likely my fault, uh, a scheduling snafu and, and registration snafu, but it turned into a wonderful uh, thing, and I think those that are running the Playful Learning a summit at University of Wisconsin Whitewater, and I will be presenting there, Jerry. What you didn't tell yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I just found out like two nights ago. They're just like, "Hey, nice. we'll take care of you and help you out with some things." And in return, <laughs> they don't know what they're getting, Jerry. No, they have no idea. What are you going <laughs> to just like gonna gonna, after after I present and help out? They're going to go. Uh, you're going to need to pay us money. Can you can you please leave, <laughs> sir? You're going to have to pay for your your registration. We just that's not. Yeah, we didn't know that you were that bad. So, so uh, what what are you going to present? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, no, it's it's playful learning. It's it's showing educators. There's going to be a lot of educators there. I guess it's already closed. Registration's closed. They have 250 people, cool. uh, and it's sold out. But they're what we are doing is showing them the playful learning website and showing them how useful it is. Registering them for the website so they can share and uh, share their lessons and games that they that they use because it's a grassroots you know um, movement having teachers help out with sharing their ideas of using games in the classroom so I will be part of that presentation and I'll also be part of uh, basically a question answers and going around and helping educators through the whole time and meeting wonderful people that will be there nice yeah because I think there's gonna be some pretty cool people there as you well know that's uh, it looks like a pretty good list. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm jealous. Yeah. So I don't know a show for that because that's the 15th and 16th show that week. I don't know. We might have to. We we could still do Wednesday night, uh, as long as the calendar is right. Ooh. 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 I'm, I think I'm rhyming there. Okay. So, uh, next on the, um, list actually. Yeah. Next on the list there, uh, I think I got from, actually, I'm going to move this up, Jerry. The, whoa, the, whoa. Hey, nope, nope. Get away from pudding. Which one? Can't have any meat if you don't have any pudding. Pudding. Remember when you used to call me pudding? <laughs> that one weekend in India. Wow. No. So, so um, <clears throat> yes. No, the, go to the other one. It's the game. Okay, there's several game other changer. ones, so you're going to have to. Game changer, okay. yes. So, a while back, I was helping a teacher friend of mine look for games for science and I used the playful learning website and I came across this website which if you go to each of those links it shows you like the first one there you know energy and urban planning these are here's some documents that help you out possible simulations are down at the bottom uh, the oh, cool yep the environment one um, so this is, I mean, it's like it's pretty good resources, yeah. Yeah, there's some nice resources here, and then there's games that go along with, you know, each, each of these resources. Hmm. So especially, 
I thought it was pretty cool. So I know on the environment one, if you go to the, so go back one and then go to the environment, uh, simulations, they have citizen science, which is, I'm pretty sure that's a filament game. Uh, they show Minecraft EDU. But some of these are filament games. Some of these are through, uh, you know, through brain pop and such. But it's, I was like, man, this is really nice. So for science teachers, I thought this was a great link. They also Very had cool. a civic action one. Okay. Uh, but there's not possible future simulations. None. And that's pending. <laughs> so, but Quandry is definitely a quandary, game. Quandry, sure. Yeah, yeah, Persuasion, Karma, Karma Tycoon. Karma, 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 Karma Tycoon. Yeah, no. No, that's just, yeah, that's that's bothersome. I think we had two viewers until I sang that. No, they found it. Hi, Mom. So, um, yeah, so that was, I thought that was interesting because I, just promoting, you know, playful learning because there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of great resources. I typed in science and looked up some games for him, and, and it, was, it was great. And so, I love just this. so who showing, makes this website? I don't know. It's it's called Game Changer. Well, Change Gamer. Whoa. Change Gamer. Yeah. A little dyslexia there. Sorry. Oh, Contact and Bio. I guess I could have just looked at that. Mike Fairley, University of Toronto. I tell you, those Canadians Toronto, got their stuff yeah. together for games. Yeah. It's a hotbed up there. Hotbed. Hotbed. I like it. I like it. Cool. So. The next link is uh, uh, pudding. Puddings. Now we're going back to pudding. Yeah. Um, you're going to like this, Jerry. So I think it was uh, Wes Fryer that had this link. And, yes, you need to enlarge that bad boy. This is a. This was part of a contest through Crytek. Oh, is it enlarged for you or is it not? Uh, no. It's not. I don't see it. Well, that's uh, odd. Okay. Lovely. Okay, so they can see it a little bit there. Yeah. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, Crytek makes a certain game. But yeah, you can, I don't know if you stay on, you can see the pictures there though, Jerry. Wow. This is That's a, amazing. Yeah, this is, uh, they make the Cry, um, the Cry engine, uh, Far Cry, that's the one. I was ah. sure. Far Cry, which was a really cool, uh, is a really cool, cool game. And that engine's really nice. So what they were doing, it's map submissions, as you can see there, for a contest. These are great. Do you know what they remind me of? What's that? The game Mist. Yeah. Like the, uh, it's it's really like um, the light in the scene. I'm speaking specifically from an artwork standpoint. Right. The lighting and the scene and the angles is very, very mist-like. It's very cool. So this was for a contest through Crytek. And it says, we've had great support from our tutors, the people at Crytek. It's been a blast working on this project. Having the opportunity to work with the team is such an interesting subject. So basically this is... Uh, does it say there it's like 16th century or, or 17th century Yeah. Who is who's London? DMU? Uh, game game Art Design Students. Yeah, so who's DMU? I don't know. Digital Media, you know, what, what is this? This is what I want to know. I don't know. Wow, there's quite a bit on this page. Ooh, yeah. Hanging Meat. <laughs> well, anytime uh, you can see Hanging Meat. Everybody loves Hanging Meat. Yeah. Ooh, great tools. Yeah, yeah this is some nice artwork, but I want to find out who DMU is. Well, we'd have to look that up. But this Besides is, what uh, I say to you every week. DMU, Zach! Okay. 
see if I say it fast enough. It sounds funny. Right. So yeah, the the pictures are cool. The reason why I'm bringing this up, of course, having students because Jerry, you you deal with this, uh, you know, digital creations uh, uh -huh. for you know digital media and, and such. Uh, looking up because there's a lot of history here. I mean, so you're doing have to do a lot of research historically to make sure that this is accurate. Yep. And you know, I loved. I, I think I read somewhere on this that you know, yes, there are no people in this in this fly through of London, but you can tell that people are living there because of the uh, the meat. objects, the hanging meat. Yeah, and just the objects and things that are around. And so for me. You know, as I say, always say that a holodeck is our our future future classroom, and we really should be putting a lot of money towards that. I mean, this is having virtual flythroughs of London. If I'm teaching history of that time, having the kids look at that and and kind of be archaeologists and CS, CSI, you know, crime scene investigators, looking and seeing what's going on in the scene uh, shows them the history. It's far more, I think, it's far more meaningful that you can see something like this. It, reading about it's great, but having the visuals. And accurate visuals, I think, is, is very helpful. As we reach the stage where virtual worlds have slightly left us behind, um, I feel that was the greatest loss when we lost a lot of the power of virtual worlds. Um, and I, I hope games pick that up. The, uh, the environments that you used to be able to walk through, the, the historical authenticity of the environments, the design that went into them, the, the learning that comes out of them um, can be done in games as well as it could in virtual worlds. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I hope that they pick, pick that up and continue with it. I think this is a fantastic example. You know, I, I think I remember I, I've said it a few times, but one of the best Second Life sites was one that walked you through a bombed out um, Germany, you know, <clears throat> and yeah. bombed out England and things like that, and really gave you a sense of what the streets looked like at that time. Yeah, it's it, you can read about it, and I think that can have an impact for a lot of people. But I think reading about it and seeing it is 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 very you, important. You know what? I'll actually go from from somebody who teaches photography. I'll say this is more important now. This is more important now than ever because of. Uh, students, you know, go all the way back to Crystal Martin days and her crap detection. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, like their crap detection is really high now. We, they, the way we we judge and bias and look at images is so high because we're so used to everything being photoshopped. You know, you you could show uh, kids a picture of a of a tragedy and they'll be like, oh yeah, whatever, it was photoshopped last week. You know, yeah. So being like oh, images man, right. are, are losing a little bit of that luster. And it, it takes environments to walk through and to explore because an image doesn't have the same power that it once did because it's be, they're being so manipulated and you know if you say I mean and it happens everywhere not just environments but like there's a new video out that's going all over the web which is actually a complete ripoff of the Dove video but have you seen that one with the the, the model yeah yes. that's being, yeah which is oh, a, my Dove goodness. did that is a great ad about. Five years ago, but yeah, but that's the same thing. Like, what? Well, are I'll kids tell you. Look, I mean, visually? right? Dove did it. Yeah, that one. You know, I'm like, okay. I, I just, yeah, it's one of those things. Is I think guys probably click on it more so than <laughs> girls. You see it, but which is a like, shame because it's meant for girls. It it, it really it's, is. It's a more and powerful message for girls than guys. It does, and I think there's other videos out there that really, I mean, basically they they shave the body down, mm -hmm. and it's it's sickening. 
it really is sickening. You know, after after the Dove one became really popular, they actually made one for guys too. It's pretty interesting. You know, they like is it the funny one? They no 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 no, it's real. Okay, because they, I saw, I saw. They sculpt. They like sculpt a guy too. You know, and they add in these fake muscle tones in the abdomen, and I mean, the guy comes up looking pretty much exactly like me, which was weird. But you know, you can definitely see. You mean that what they thought of themselves? The final guy. Yeah, you know, the model on the billboard. <laughs> Okay, whatever, Jerry. Why are you laughing? I, mean, I don't know. Hey, that wasn't a joke. Okay, okay. sorry, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold it, could you? Um, no. So actually, I found out where I got this link from. It's eLearn uh, Net, which I follow them, and they follow me, and they're very nice about tweeting out uh, EdGamer stuff. It's from them, and it basically it's it's the website's um, Education Stormfront is where it came from, Jerry. Hmm. And I'm going to throw this link. Check it out first before you pop it out there, but um, it's a shortened link. So this is an example of historical virtual worlds. So it talks about 3D virtual worlds and oh, it's not digital media university. It's Demont Fort uh, I'm guessing D-E I'm guessing uh, the T is going to be silent, so it's probably French. Demont Fort University. Demont Fort but I don't know because I thought they were in England, so I, who knows. So, Pudding Lane Productions, here's a little uh, blurb from the article. Pudding Lane Productions offered a fly-through of 17th century, 16th century, so it would be the time of Shakespeare, uh, London, and although unpopulated, is packed with references of human activity, activity, laundry on lines, market stalls, and so on. The overall impression is a space somewhere between Assassin's Creed and Fable. Very cool. And so you talking about how there's a shark. Watch out. Uh, ah! You talking about how, you know, sculpting people and making them look different. I really think that if you put, and I think a lot of these games have, um, a lot of these games have fake people in them. Um, they don't look, they look more glamorous than, than what they should. I hope if they ever do this that they make them as authentic as possible. You know, missing teeth, messed up teeth, so on and so forth. And I think that's I think that'd be important to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's really cool. I think that's a lot of fun. You're not hearing my kids bounce upstairs, are you? I actually am not. Okay, good. I'm like I'm cringing. I'm like, they are so loud up there. Okay. No, all good. Okay, good. So that I thought that was really cool. And I hope they come up with more of these. So, you know, I teach Mesopotamia, I teach uh, Egypt, and I know there's probably, I know I could probably find some, I know there's some in some DVDs and, and professionally made videos of flying through Egypt or China, but I, I think the kids can relate to this, and getting it to the classroom is, is quite difficult. So making sure that media can get in there somehow, but having them fly through these areas, even American history, so flying through Williamsburg or Washington, D.C. You, did you see the movie Lincoln? No, actually I did not. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. So, But what I love is that seeing what Washington, D.C. looked like back in that time period. And John, uh, there was a show on HBO, um, you know, about John Adams. There was a miniseries, which was really good. And it shows the White House. And early on, after it was still being built, still being put together, and just how the rooms would look. And they try to make that as authentic as possible. I think when you, especially for the social sciences, I think seeing that is so important for the kids, especially history. 
to be able to offer that up. I think it's really cool. It's exciting. But there's a lot more to it. I mean, you definitely have, you definitely can integrate math and science into that, and especially investigating that as, as, a, as an archaeologist of sorts. Hmm. I'm rambling on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, historysimulation.com. This was something that somebody emailed me a while back. I think it was one of the developers. I have not messed with this, but it definitely gets into the idea of creating simulations. Right off the bat, I, one of my things is that they're selling these, um, you know, simulations of sorts. But the idea is there, and I can't really get upset with them for that because I know I've bought uh, Interact simulations for uh, my class, and it's a binder, and they send you the, you know, these lesson plans and such. But this is having an interactive classroom and problem solving, you know, collaboration, and you know, the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, and the Cold War. So, good stuff. I think, especially getting the kids involved and acting out, I think is so important. So I thought I'd just share this one because this is, this is good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Um, the other one, and we've talked about this before, and they contacted uh, contacted us, Jerry, about uh, you know Historia. This is they're going to be at the national. Let me pull it up. Uh, the 93rd NCSS Annual Conference in St. Louis, so the National Council of Social Studies uh, Annual Conference in St. Louis. And Historia is going to be there. We're going to try to get them on before before that conference, maybe within the next couple weeks to kind of, you know, promote what they're doing because it's this is good stuff. It's another historical simulation group. E-Line Media is, is working with them and, and promoting this, but they'll be at this national conference, which is very exciting. I don't I don't know if I don't know if you had a chance to go through this, Jerry, but uh, Oliver Stone's going to be um, at this conference. Nice. So, of course, John Lewis. Uh, he served as House of Representatives since 1986, leader in the Civil Rights Movement. Do you, <laughs> do you watch The Daily Show? Uh, occasionally, when I can. So, they did a piece on. We don't need civil rights, you know. There people, and you know, there are places in this country that are dropping and getting rid of civil rights legislation. Mm -hmm. And they interview John Lewis, and they're saying, you know, he sh they show a picture of Martin Luther King and some other people in a picture, and they're like, you know, we've moved on. These people in this picture would be disappointed, you know, in you that you're still promoting civil rights because civil rights is, you know, <laughs> we don't need it anymore. And he goes, that's that's me. I'm sitting next to Martin Luther King. That's me in the picture. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my goodness. that was He's got a good sense of humor. So, uh, but you have Oliver Stone that, that's there, and I think that's that's that would be a great – speech to speaker to hear his take on history especially some of the movies that he's created that spark a little controversy yeah no doubt historical fronts so that's kind of uh yeah so there's there's some things there did you have um did you have a game have you started your minecraft not yet no and we're, we it's going to start as a more traditional game club first because our lab's not available right now so we're going to uh we're going to go as a, a board game type club which I did have to proofread the the banner on the top because somebody made board games B O R E D <laughs> Oh boy just cuz they're in high school doesn't mean they don't make silly mistakes No no but um yeah so 
we're, we're going to start a board game club actually this week, this Tuesday. We'll see how many kids show up. Hopefully it uh, should be exciting. It's been great. Been a, been a busy week this week. I had to go in and present to the uh, administration on the, the superintendent and all the principals of schools on what we're doing with our iPads. So that was uh, that was a big day. I got to do some augmented reality, which is really cool. So Very cool. Well, yeah, fun stuff. Okay, before remind me before we get to uh, my game club and some of the things that we're thinking about doing, putting that together. Um, did you find, uh, of course, you know our sponsor, right? You know mm -hmm. it's brought to you by Audible. Um, One hundred fifty thousand downloadable titles. So we love Audible. And what book did you pick out? Oh, we're going with mine first. Yeah, we'll go with okay. yours first, and then we'll show my tell mine, and then then we'll. we'll I was thinking of uh, I'm not ready to be done with Halloween yet, so I okay. want to go. I want to go, go back a little bit and enjoy some uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Is that are, are you German? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's made up of all kinds of stuff. I'm sure one part of it's German. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, is it's one of my you, favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So what a what a. You know, I think it would be cool to hear, probably narrated very interestingly. On a bridge, and how it's long the is guy it? from Downton Abbey. Which one? Narrates it. Dan, Dan Stevens. Oh goodness, and I can't remember. Is he the uh, the head of the household? I've I've remember. never even seen the show. Oh, you've not? Okay, look it up while well or off the side or something. But okay, you have to look that one up. But yeah, that that'd be pretty cool. That yeah. especially Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I watch it, but I don't know the actors' names. And it's been like a year since I've watched it because it's not well. It's coming back on in January. Mm. And I tell my wife, I just watch it for the history, and then I get mad. You know, when it's not why accurate. are you doing that? When you well, no, no. Actually, there's there's a lot of things in there that are are pretty good. But you know, I get into <laughs> the relationships and the whole thing, and she's like, "You just watch it for the history, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> so she she teases me about that. And, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, so Dan Stevens. Hey, pull up. Okay, so uh, Divergent. Mm. Have you heard of this? No. You've not heard of this. Uh, this is, you know, I don't want to give. dystopian Chicago. Yeah. Dan Stevens, who is this guy? Hold on. You know we're, oh, we're, he's the, oh, you know we're live right now, right? Okay, he is the, the, the guy that married into the family and helped, uh, you know, bring stability to the the family and I won't tell you what happens to him because those that watch the show know what happens to him and that's that's when I started yelling at the TV because I was a little mad hmm I, that's all I'll say great it was, it was bad okay so you divergent, your book or divergent so yes uh, dystopian novel um, it's in the of course it's in the future Cool. And they have basically broken down society because there's been wars. They've broken down the societies into different different groups. You have the groups that don't tell lies. You have the groups that are uh, selfless. You have groups that are um, that um, I guess are they they research and, and work with the mind. You have the dauntless the dauntless group, which is plays a, a big role into this. And they are the basically the warriors. They have no fear. Hmm. And it's a story about this this kid so far, if, as I've been listening to it, that has to choose. Kind of reminds me a little that little part about Harry Potter, where you have the you know the the choosing ceremony, the 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 hat that chooses which house you're going to be in. But it's basically you you are the one that chooses, 
and you grow up in, within one of these groups and most of the time you stay with your same group um, but that decision is not as easy for the main character so it's it's it happened what's interesting it's in the city of Chicago Jerry yeah well I was about to say she must be uh, she must be a Chicago in because her website is also uh, extremely Chicago based she's got the skyline yeah. behind her name so yeah I'm always so, supportive of a yeah, fellow Chicago the, artist right and it looks like they I don't know if they've started it or they've been talking about it but they're gonna make a movie cool cool and, and then there's, there's more like there's more books yeah and insurgent <coughs> and all other kinds of ants which is awesome ants yeah. and ants ants and ants uh, yeah so that's oh, a great book out. great book so if you've not if you don't have a if you don't have an account um, basically I re-signed up which was kind of because I've my <laughs> I've had so many books on audible that I haven't been able to keep up so my account was not active but you always have an account on audible you're able to go back and and pick out the books that you have so I was able to go back in sign up again and I used this uh, I used my <coughs> free credit through EdReach and got this book for free so that was nice lovely I was very happy good for you very happy so game club for me going back mm -hmm. to that I'm gonna hit my okay so game club for me did you hear anything no. Okay, good. Why would you do? I nothing. Nothing. To clear your throat. I was so I was so it was so seamless that you didn't even notice what was I like going to call on. that ninja. Okay. Did so, you break wind on air? <laughs> no. No. So game club, I had to skip game club this week. What? And yeah, kids were not happy. They were like, What's going on, Mr. Gilbert? What are you doing to us? They come with the pitchforks? Uh, they were close. They were close. Listen, Mr. Frumpy Couch. <laughs> you can't see it today, can you? Yep. Oh, dang it. I'll have to move the camera. So, um, we couldn't do it this week because the next few weeks, well, I've got uh, going up to Wisconsin. Uh, I've got something else going on the Friday after that. And then, uh, then the Friday after that is during Thanksgiving you know, break. Okay. And then, so we can't meet until December, but we're what? trying to. Well, because that's Thanksgiving. It's like so. It's you, you guys know, should so, get together on Thanksgiving outside of right, school. Right, right, right. Try to find some turkey-based games. <laughs> Why don't you just let a turkey go and try to let everybody catch it? Ooh, that sounds fun. Mm. Okay, Hunger it's, Games. Yeah, <laughs> get the turkey. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, bad visuals there. So, but we've been trying to put up, put together a Google uh, form to ask the kids what games they want to play and, and put that together. Try to get a better readout uh, because we're still dealing with tough technical difficulties in trying to play Minecraft, mm. and that's just frustrating to no end. And it's very frustrating to the kids. Yeah. So that's 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 not a lot of fun. But trying to get them, you know, trying to figure out, okay, if we go, if I get some help, can we go every week, but board game one week, digital games the next week, board games one week, digital games the next week. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure that one out. I think our numbers would go down on the non-digital weeks, but I think some of these kids want to play games so much that I think they would just show up anyway yeah. and learn some of the games, so that might be that might be an idea. Those of you that have game clubs out there, you know, send us a message. Let us know your thoughts on that. Um, I can't do it. The problem is for me, Jerry, is that you do it every week, though, don't you? You're going to try to. Yeah. And I just don't I don't have the time to do that. Yeah, I don't, have the I time. don't either, but we just do it. 
You just do it. Okay. But ours is a little bit easier. It's at, you know, after school for only an hour, so. Yeah. We go a little bit longer because especially with some of the board games, they just take a, a longer amount of time. So that's that's kind of, that's it. Um, nothing else going on, Jer? No, 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 oh. no. Hey, but, you know what came out last night? Movie? Uh, What? Ender's Game. Oh, yeah, that's right. So going this weekend, and then I think we're going on the 10th. Um, hmm. What we kind of do, I'm going to meet some students there, but parents have to, because it's PG-13, parents, that's the rule, especially with my sixth graders, that it's parents have to show up, especially for movies like that. I'm not babysitting. Um, yes, hey, let's all come together, enjoy the movie, discuss it afterwards, whatever, but um, I don't. I don't want parents drop, dropping them off and saying, okay, Mr. Gilbert, you're good to go. No. Mr. Gilbert didn't buy me popcorn. No, no not happening. Not happening. So. Well, that's cool. You discuss it as a class? Uh, well, I had about, let's see, I had about eight or nine kids that have read it okay. in my in my homeroom. But I want to open it up to any of, you know, any of the students on my team to show up because I think that'd be, that's a lot of fun. Uh, but those kids that we did a book talk after school one night, and I had a few kids show up. It was a great discussion. We had a great time discussing the book. Um, so I'm hoping we can have further discussions about the book. That's cool. That's cool. We do that for one of my grad classes. We get together and uh, go to a movie theater and then discuss it, and it's fun. It's a great that's, way to have yeah. class discussions. Yeah, and you know that's kind of cool because your degree kind of lends itself to that. It does. Digital media. That's why it's the greatest. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Okay, last little blurby here. Listen to Edreach shows on Stitcher, <clears throat> Stitcher.com. We thank Stitcher for the support of the Edreach Network, and I think that's it. And make sure you go to Audible Podcast. Let me look. AudiblePodcast.com/slash/Edreach to get to sign up. There you. Oh, that's, no, that oh, that's was Stitcher. the other one. That's, but that's all right. That's I know good. that was to was trying to get them all in, that's and one. you're that's just flying through. Flying things, through, Jerry. Like, Ed Gamer is also brought to you by the number 118. <laughs> yes. Yes. I had a dream the other night that I was on Sesame Street. That wasn't a dream. Yeah, no. It, no, and I got mad at them because they never had the letter Z. And if they had the letter Z, they they had it with some other letter that didn't have a lot of words with it. With, like, Q? Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't. Yeah, it didn't make me happy. Sorry, Sesame Street. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Woo! Hey, the uh, one last thing. Uh, we uh, hopefully we're going next Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Say goodbye.